So big week for the uh, the technology, I think. For the death of things. Well, the death of things and the birth of new things. The circle of technological life continues. <laughs> yeah, Un- unfortunately, Lex has been compromised by Chinese spying chips, so it's me uh, again. Lex, Lex is the circle. He is the circle of life. The circle of Lex. You mean he we pays? Should, I don't know. I think we should look into that. I'm All not right. buying that. All right, now, we're not scientists. I think that needs. To, we need. We need some follow up on that one. Well, I was just you know to start with the, the quote unquote late breaking news. Uh, I was just watching the end, or I don't know if they were finishing uh, the Google event that is going on. Uh, in which they announced their new phones, a new tablet, let's say tablet, and a Echo Show competitor called the Google Home Hub. A lot of this had mm. been leaked prior to it, including, like, there was just a bunch of stuff on The Verge. Like, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is all stuff they've announced, like, so far, because I, like, tuned in about halfway through. And then as I was listening to the live stream, like, they started talking about the things I had already read articles about. I'm like, I'm very confused. <laughs> Yeah. I think a video went up with the announcements in it as well ah. beforehand, and and yeah, they pulled an apple. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny that you say that because the thing I was noting in the twenty minutes or so I watched was a lot of shade being thrown at Apple. They basically are stacking up the Pixel Three camera, you know, head to head against the Ten S, um, and you know, certainly you know stuff that they showed off looked impressive but you never know these things are cherry picked uh and they also made a a comment and they were like oh we could detail all the features of the pixel 3 camera but you don't want to watch a two-hour keynote <laughs> and it's like huh <laughs> where are you going with this google i i liked when they had the google home hub they made a point of saying it doesn't have a camera yes uh, i did see that especially because of facebook's uh, announcement this week of the portal uh, a device sure mm-hmm. to worm its way into John Waltz's heart. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love the best thing about the Facebook portal is the privacy shield, uh, which appears to be a small piece of plastic that you clip over the camera. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's the only I, way to be sure. <laughs> if only I had a small piece of plastic I could have clipped over my account before they... Um, <laughs> I would like to think that the, their, their their first idea was to just that that was you have a big piece of a cardboard that you would put over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think the privacy shield is not having one in your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, um, Lex isn't here to to bulwark my um my not as paranoid. <laughs> No, yeah. no, you, I, I'm Mr. Paranoid. Seriously, since... you're not. You I mean you're not paranoid about oh, this one? Oh, no, I mean I'm not. There's no way I'm putting a Facebook camera inside my house. I'm with I mean, you on come that. On. I'm not. You know, that's fine. I'm not willing to discount the entire category of products, but yeah, Facebook is definitely at yeah. the bottom well, of that list. And I would, yeah, and I agree. I think there's a sliding scale there, but there's I my my uh, adjustment is way lower than yours or higher, however you want yeah. to put it. But uh, yeah, so this one is is at the far end of the spectrum for my tolerances i I did get the the notification from facebook that my account had been compromised or maybe not uh so yeah i'm I'm looking forward to finding out what is that come in the form of a guy showing up telling this information and throwing a smoke bomb and disappearing (laughs) Uh, pretty much it was a little thing that popped up on my newsfeed that said yeah something bad happened yeah Um, i i don't know i did i did not certainly did not get any notification about it so 
I will have to assume I was not affected, or maybe I was. That's apparently the way they do these announcements. Well, I think it's if you've had a private conversation, maybe, with somebody else who was affected, you might be affected. I almost never had a private conversation on Facebook. In fact, one uh, could argue... None of the no, conversations are truly private. <laughs> you still haven't, yeah. Um, yeah, so Facebook is not really high up on my list at the moment. So, yeah, their Facebook portal thing just seemed no. Uh, like Apparently it was something they were supposed to launch like a couple of months ago, and they delayed it because of the Cambridge Analytica scandal. And it kind of just like, <laughs> okay, we'll, get, we'll, we'll set the date until... <laughs> middle of october nothing could possibly what, yeah, go wrong. nothing what else could go wrong um yeah so i think i deleted my account like right before these things were these accounts were compromised so i think i managed to dodge that bullet well <laughs> lucky you yeah i am um, yeah. not that it, yeah <laughs> well i mean, I, mean you, I think it's still although you know i'm not even sure that it's completely deleted so maybe yeah, i actually you, got you compromised and I, just, I just account. won't find out about it <laughs> yeah you just won't get the notification um I mean, the, 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 there was a thing with the uh, talking of uh, 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 breaches. Uh, so we had Google is that Is that Scottish for pants, by the way? I just... <laughs> <laughs> um, I see you did your research. For I your did. Book. I prepared mm. for this episode mm-hmm. for once. <laughs> um, so the, there was the Google Plus uh, privacy thing <laughs> of who knows what my, leaked out of that. My favorite take on that was the headline reading like Google discovers Google Plus server still running. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the thing that's the quote that I liked out of that was we made Google Plus with privacy in mind. Therefore, uh, we only keep the log data for two weeks, so we cannot confirm who was impacted or what happened. And it's like, well, that's good in some ways. So I mean, private. Facebook, Facebook said, you know, oh, it's 50 million people and then these other 40 million, and we looked at every API access kind of thing, and we didn't see any private message stuff. So on the one hand, they keep everything forever, and so they can tell you how bad the breach is, but Google it's like, ah, we don't know. I like the Google Plus response, though, because their answer, Google's answer was essentially, oh, privacy got breached a while back. We didn't tell anybody about it, so we're just going to shut down the entire service. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, wow, I mean, okay. I, I mean, I like the, I like the, I don't know, proactive nature of that. But it seemed to be, ah, oh, this is a really hard problem. Uh, we're, I mean, th- this comes out of their project strobe um like they went back and they've been doing uh privacy and security analysis which is a good thing um and yeah i think they got to google plus and it's like oh this is a really hard problem how we have solved this problem we've discovered our dog may or may not have bit five people six months ago so we're gonna put it down <laughs> um you know it might bite somebody in the future so yeah mm-hmm. well i mean i think this is the best uh best result really yeah uh, really winners all around uh, the rpg yeah. community which i know still actively used google plus will be very sad <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say about facebook was interesting was i went to uh one of i went to a wedding this weekend um of my uh one of my fiance's cousins and uh basically nobody in that side of the family knew that we were engaged apparently because we did not put that information on facebook oh, yeah. so it was just a fascinating uh little example of how 
if you don't put it on facebook are you actually yeah did it actually happen (laughs) i mean two two violations two um breaches like within the space of a, a week or two and then all these new uh smart home devices it just doesn't fill me with that confidence that i suspect they are trying to project yeah uh yeah i i mean looking at the google announcements uh the home hub i think this is a product that nobody's quite figured out yet i think it is a a thing that will be relevant at some point this idea of sort of a shared device um display that you'll have in the house um that probably has some sort of voice assistant built in but the echo show was a problem on a number of levels uh just in terms of its design more than anything and i'm not sure the home hub will be that much better uh in terms of that i mean it looked interesting sure. if i had any google services at all which i don't well i mean um, and, it, and it has lincoln's other stuff as the the echo does in terms of being able to tell you about yeah. the weather or like your calendar or whatever i mean um, and it's also cheaper. It's like yeah. hundred and fifty dollars or something yeah, versus two hundred. Yeah, the show was ridiculously overpriced. I think even the new version of that. I'm trying to remember how much the second gen one is going for. Um, no, it's still like two thirty. And in fact, I got an offer today from Amazon in the email to trade in one of my existing. Like, basically, do you have old Echo devices that you'd like to trade in? And I was like, no, well, maybe I'm not using this Echo Show. And their offer was thirty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh hmm. yeah, maybe I mean, just that's a, to get that's it a out good of business. my house I should, I should get into that business yeah i mean the cheap facebook one is 200 and i think the high-end one's 250 or something why like is there i don't even know what is the difference uh one has a one has a privacy shield you have to pay more for that one <laughs> yeah it's 50 dollars. no i think did one like sort of turn or f- face towards you or something or is it oh just it follows like, you yeah, like the connect follows you <laughs> <laughs> it follows you around. It's like a house. Roomba. It's got wheels. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? How about now? How about now? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm poking you. I'm poking you. I would like to see the the Roomba uh, assistant crossover that does follow you around. That, that, that's a product category. I think we should like trademark. Uh, right I now. saw. God, where did I see this? It was uh, golf um, you know, things that carry your golf bag. Um, that Caddies. follow you around the course. Yeah, there's luggage. It's called a caddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's a virtual caddy, are. I guess, something like that. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a suitcase too that someone was working on that, like a rolling suitcase that follows you in the airport, but apparently it moves very, very slowly. That's just that very seems... disc world. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'd like the luggage to follow. A lot around. of extra legs. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I. <sighs> I feel that they're doing all these things, and I don't know if I'm just too old, but I look at it and I think, I don't really need any of this stuff. You are old. And I also don't have children or grandchildren to talk to or whatever. Maybe you would so. if you had one of these devices. <laughs> <laughs> Does that's it how, come that's how with it a child? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's like when you buy a wallet and it comes with those photos of your family in it. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with it's really creepy when it comes to photos family. of your family yeah it's super scary that, that does sound like a google or facebook wallet you've been yeah. issued with your new family it's like every time photos pops up you have a new memory it's like oh remember you had a family 
Did we talk about this on this show? Was that was that a joke that you made, like putting that pic, putting going into the store and putting a pic, or did, did I see that on like a Netflix comedian thing? Oh, who can tell? <laughs> going into the anymore. store with a picture of your family and putting it, or picture of you and putting it in the frame, and then going to like <laughs> checkout counter and going, "Wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> that was not me." But that's pretty good. Okay, okay, so it must um, have been. I will say, looking at the Google announcements, the one feature I caught on the Pixel Three that I actually think is really good and smart um is they've so they've stuck to one camera on the back but they've added a second camera on the front of the phone that does like super wide angle for selfies and they did a very effective video where where it was like people trying to take selfies and like get everybody together in the frame and like uh you know making jokes about people getting cropped out and stuff like that and like you know selfies Hey, I took a few at that wedding this weekend. Like, it's definitely hard. You get more than like two or three people, and you're trying to like smush everybody in and see everybody, and like you don't get right. the background any of that. So, like, I actually think that's a pretty clever feature. I think that will probably attract it's a hard. lot of people. But yeah, it's hard to get selfies with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Make the dog because he's it. constantly he's constantly moving. He does not understand what's going on. So I'm he's the- uh, he's he's trying to walk <laughs> off all the time. I end up being the designated selfie taker because I just have the longest arms. <laughs> <laughs> that's a feature dan can get dan to do it yeah i'm i'm basically a human selfie stick <laughs> so uh, there was the 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 pixel slate uh in that google thing which was the last thing i saw before i stopped watching um can somebody explain to me the difference between chrome os and android nope <laughs> don't know um, how to do it well, they're uh, different operating systems. They so are different you. operating systems, <laughs> well, the, but, but Slate but can the Chrome run, OS Android will run Android apps. Yeah, and it's based on Android. Well, no, I think it, they were separate. I think they were separate code bases to begin with, and Chrome was um, sort of like their online operating system, right? Where you run yeah, like all the apps you run are in the, the, are in the cloud, as opposed to. So it was the cheap um, thing for schools, but now it's yeah. it runs Android apps as yeah, well. So and, right, right. Well, yeah. they merged. Yeah, they brought that into the fold. So it's because, kind of it's a little bit like what Apple's doing with the you know marzipan stuff, right? Like it's not quite mm. the same because these are, I guess, Android apps that are running unchanged. But that also makes sense because the Chromebook has a touchscreen, so you know you don't have to do as much uh, optimization, presumably, because you're not converting it to a strictly a cursor based interface. So yeah. is this, but it's probably running an em- emulation, though. Probably. Well, I wasn't sure. So is this then basically saying Android for tablets is dead? Oh yeah, I don't think they. I don't think. It, I, think I, don't, I think it's virtually dead if it's not. I mean, I don't think they would come out and say that necessarily, but it's not. I mean, name an Android tablet. Uh, the uh, Galaxy Tab is still being made, I believe. <laughs> okay, that was one. Name another. Let's see how long I can keep going. Yeah, but there. Yeah, no, but well, Amazon stuff is. But it's a based it's a fork, on right? Android? Like I'm not even counting yeah, the that's Fire different. stuff that's, because yeah. it's all forked right. off. Yeah, right. It can f- definitely fork off. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly with those. <laughs> Uh, but the Pixel um, Slate does is one of those things, a la the Surface and other stuff, which does you know it's it raises this, these interesting questions of of Apple keeping the laptop and tablet markets you know very distinctly separate at least for the moment. Um, I'm still I'm still curious about where that's going because it does feel like Apple's put up a wall and decided like we're not gonna have crossover here these are two separate things except sort of not really because sooner or later these ios apps will be running on your mac um and i just i don't know if that's short-sighted i don't know if it's a good decision 
it seems like maintaining those as two separate, you know, platforms is probably costly. And well, there's a simple solution there: stop maintaining one of them. <laughs> I don't, and yet I don't think they will do that. No, I don't think so yeah. either. Um, but it, it's just, yeah, it is interesting. And and once all, I mean, I think the, the real question is, what is Marzipan going to be, and is it going to have stuff that goes the other way? And we'll find that out next year. If it is going to turn thing, you know, have this kind of hybrid approach in any way, I don't think it will. But uh, yeah, these things are interesting from a, you know, alternate universe perspective of looking at it. I mean, they're talking about, oh, you can run developer tools on it, like about the slate, uh, which sounded like a shot about against Apple as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and something like Linux applications, but I don't know yeah, what that I meant. I don't know what that meant. Either. Yeah, that was a strange, I mean, I just saw that uh, quoted. So that was kind of a strange thing to say, like, like I could make it into a server. <laughs> well, like, I don't know if it was. I mean, like, or, or the, and then the other, I mean, what's the other implication there that people are, are clamoring to run Linux desktop apps? I don't, not that yeah, many you people. Can, you can run GIMP or whatever. It's, it's the, the year of Linux yeah. on the Pixel Slate, guys. Mm, yeah. Nice. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if that was like graphical applications or just uh, you know command line stuff or who knows. I will say the other the other Apple shots there were the fact that the uh, Pixel Slate they mentioned they talked up the keyboard and how much people like typing on the keyboard, which felt like a shot at the MacBook. And this probably not directly against it, but something that I did think another nice touch that I wish that Apple would have on the iPad, anyways, is that their little like keyboard solution stand is adjustable to any angle. And mm. that's mm-hmm. one of the things I dislike about the smart keyboard is that there is only one angle at which you can use it. Yeah. I would not buy, I mean, I don't have a smart keyboard. I would not buy a smart keyboard. I for like my smart that, keyboard that for my iPad. Like, I actually yeah. really enjoy it. And the angle is pretty, like, the angle it is at is probably the best. If you had to be stuck at one angle, it's probably the best angle that you would be stuck at. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that angle is right once a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, no, but, I like using my iPad for, like, I'll take my iPad to the coffee shop when I need to write a column or something. And I do like just popping it down with the keyboard. And the, the frankly, I'm always amazed whenever I take it. I leave it in the keyboard case most of the time. And I'll take the iPad Pro off every once in a blue moon. And every time I do, I'm like, holy crap, this thing is so light and small. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. I have the problem where, which I would be solved, I guess, partly. Because that that thing gets charged from the iPad, right? Yep. Smart connector. Yeah. Yeah. Because I recently, I mean, I don't type with my ipad that much i use it a lot in the house just like to watch shows and play games and stuff but every once in a while i pick it up to take out to go someplace and and write and um because because i like haven't used one of the two keyboards that i have in like (laughs) several weeks that's the they're both drained right right yeah it is nice to not have to worry about another battery to charge yeah, I, yeah, this is why I use a laptop, which seems to work. <laughs> I mean, Tell me more about these laptops. I also use well, a laptop, but <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm still, I still have the 2015 uh, MacBook Pro, uh, but I don't know for how much longer because my Bluetooth is now shut down. It has a little wavy line through. Oh, it, that's good. Uh, oh, which says if I click on it, Bluetooth not available. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Just not in your region. It's region locked. Yes. And my, <laughs> if I click on my battery, it says replace soon. So mm, wow. Yeah, it's All right. So something bad is happening inside James's computer. 
right. as I'm recording this right now. Oh, so, spiders. Right. Good news. Your computer is full of spiders. Yes, they're, they're spiders. I'm just picturing spiders, like, at work, like, they're running over there and they're unplugging modules with their little <laughs> arms. And, it's like Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I um, they're, they're, but why are the spiders in the pay of Apple trying to get me to upgrade to a new MacBook? Uh, it's just it's good business. Hey, can I uh, can I take a minute to tell you about some other good business? Tell me about some good business, John. Sure. Uh, have you ever looked at your credit card statement and been shocked by the interest rate? I know I have. Did you know that you could actually roll all of your credit card debt into one monthly payment at a lower fixed interest rate? Lightstream offers credit card consolidation loans from 5.89% APR with AutoPay. That's lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 18% APR. That math checks out. That is definitely lower than that. Get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, and you can even get your funds as soon as the day you apply, because Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a great interest rate and no fees. I have checked out Lightstream. I have not actually gotten the loan, but I have uh, used their website and it's very easy to understand. And as I mentioned several times before on this show when doing these ad reads, I highly recommend this process if you have credit card debt that you're carrying over monthly because I've done it before and you get screwed by these high interest rates and it's a much better way to handle it. So now our listeners can get a special discount on top of Lightstream's already low rates. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash rebound. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash rebound. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash rebound for more information. Just one more point about Mojave. The um, so I mentioned this last week uh, that I've been running. I believe it's pronounced. I believe it's pronounced Mojave. Mojave. I've heard it both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I mentioned last week it was a little sluggish on my MacBook Air, and that has continued to be the case to the point where last night I like you know basically <laughs> felt like oh man this thing is so like super sluggish I had to restart it and it's been a little better since restarting it but it really it does feel like it crawls a bit more on my 2014 MacBook which is sad because. Uh, my MacBook Air, I, I really just, I don't want to give it up, but it's it's feeling sluggish. It makes hmm. me upset. So, yeah, I, yeah. I'm... I mean, I on my 2016 Pro, it's, I feel like it's a little bit slower than it was uh, on High Sierra, but it's, uh, it's not bad. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, but I have noticed it. The thing that got me with it, the font rendering seemed off because they changed the... Oh, the sub-pixel anti Sub-pixel stuff. So yeah. once I switched that back on through a terminal command, I'm, it looks exactly like uh, High Sierra again, and I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, so, so the, the error is a non-retina display, which means it doesn't actually look that great on it either. <laughs> yeah, well... Um, yeah, but as I was saying just before we started recording, it was like, oh yeah, I haven't actually recorded a podcast since I upgraded a, a week or two ago, and just everything seems broken, and I can't, <laughs> I can't hear myself speaking. Uh, so it's a bit of a problem. We can hear you. Well, that's or okay. Can. So you are actually speaking. <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure I can. Okay. Yeah, okay. and, and yeah. hopefully the file that's recording will actually have some audio in it. But we'll, <laughs> we'll find out. That would be a plus as well. Yes. Yeah. I had I got uh, I upgraded the or upgraded. I replaced the battery in my SE. My ongoing Ooh. battle to continue using my SE. Uh, so on Saturday, I went into the Apple Store and had the battery. Because at the end of the year, the price goes back up again. I feel so like this whole experience. Thirty bucks. Is kind of 70. a metaphor for just you getting older, John. 
<laughs> I, well, and I've had that discussion. <laughs> I've had that discussion with several people. Am I just like, and like the whole smart home thing? Like, I'm just like, nah. <laughs> That, that was a that was a line. In the I, Google. I, I like I like flicking on a light switch. Okay, that was a line in the Google thing, and it was like whether you have like a fully automated smart home or you're just getting started in smart bulbs and stuff. And I'm thinking I, I don't have anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, you guys make it really hard to do a technology podcast. <laughs> there's a scene well, in Detectorists. If you've seen Detectorists, there's a scene where they go uh, a couple goes and looks at a, an apartment and the the guy who's showing them the apartment says like oh this is this is a great feature it has a you can turn the lights on with your voice and then he spends about like five minutes trying to tell it to turn the, <laughs> turn the lights on and i'm thinking that's exactly why i don't have this i mean that's one of the reasons but the other is cost and, th- and the other one is like it seems like a lot of these things are just like invasive i just don't <laughs> i don't feel like um bringing necessarily bringing all that stuff into the house Oh, and the other thing—the other thing I keep thinking though—is is that the kid is going to misuse them all. Well, that is one hundred percent true. <laughs> that kid will know how to work all that of he's your just light gonna, bulbs. He's going to be constantly turning the lights on and off with his voice. Oh yeah, <laughs> but but like just your lights is the problem. Like mm-hmm. like the lights in the right. room. Turn off. Yeah, turn off the lights in the room. In this that room. I'm in. Yeah. Well, that was one of the things about battery replacement. Um, so Saskia got. She was running an old uh, 6S because she didn't like the bigger plus size, which was the next hand-me-down phone, uh, and got a battery replacement six months ago because, you know, it said the battery was not in good condition and it did the slowdown thing. And just last week, there was an alert that came up saying, your phone has suffered a, a power thing and we've slowed it down again. So that was six months later. Really? Yeah. Man, that sucks. So I don't know if that's a one-off, so I'll keep an eye on it. But I'm wondering if there's going to be another round of uh, people with that class of phone discovering that their batteries are not particularly good. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think the solution is going to be I'm going to buy a new phone on uh, Thursday, but we'll see. Uh, guys, I mean, I know that we're all wearing very fashionable outfits today. Uh, I, I believe you got my memo. Um, but <laughs> we do have an interloper here who'd like to tell us how to make our outfits even more fashionable. I'm going to interrupt James, John, and Dan for a minute, because even though I can't be there for the show, I couldn't resist telling you about the world's most exciting menswear company, Indochino. They make suits and shirts to your exact measurements for an unparalleled fit and comfort, two of my favorite things. They're all available in a wide selection of high-quality fabrics and colors with the options to personalize details like your lapel, lining, pockets, buttons, and even writing your own monogram. By the way, I have a three-letter name. I can get a monogram that just says Lex on it because I'm cool like that. But listen, I have an Indochino suit that they sent me. I liked it so much, got so many compliments on it, that when I needed a second suit so I wouldn't just have one suit to wear to all my work events... I ordered an Indochino suit that I paid for myself. It's true. I'm a big fan. I literally get compliments every time I go out in my Indochino suit. You too would get compliments if you went out in my Indochino suit, but don't do that. Go out in your own Indochino suit by getting one. And now Indochino is expanding into casual clothing with made-to-measure chinos. These will quickly become your go-to pant, pairing easily with anything from a suit jacket to a sweater. They're perfect for any time of year and any occasion, from boardroom meetings to Sunday brunches. I do both at the same time. All my boardroom meetings are at Sunday brunch, and they're available for an introductory price of just $79. Better yet, this week, our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for only $359 at Indochino.com. Just enter the code REBOUND at checkout. That's 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit, plus shipping is free. 
One more time, go to Indochino.com and use the promo code REBOUND to get any premium suit, just $359 with free shipping. This is an incredible deal for a premium made-to-measure suit. I insist you buy several. Thanks, Lex. I, you know, <laughs> if only we all looked as good in a suit as you do. <laughs> Speaking of Apple devices and uh, changes to them, the rumor, the rumor today, rumor du jour, uh, is the this USB-C output of 4K video from the uh, upcoming iPad Pro. And I mm-hmm. listened to a little bit. Jason Snell and Mike Hurley discussed this on Upgrade this week. And I kind of get it, the plausibility of it. But at the same time, what what leaves me kind of scratching my head is, I, I how much do you think people use video output from iPads currently? Yeah, probably some professional people. Most people, I would think, not at all. Right. I don't remember I mean, the last time I plugged my iPad into like an external display. I mean, the only reason I could think of doing it are presentations. Sure. Okay. Perfectly reasonable. Um, and occasionally hooking it up to a bigger display, like a TV to watch movies or something. But like the latter case is, you know, I don't know. Just it doesn't. Yeah. It's it's cumbersome. Like, because right. like you have to have a cable attached, and you know why would you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that does seem odd. I mean, that's the whole yeah. point that they invented airplanes. I mean, for. well, I mean, yeah, but to the point of the presentations, I mean, I don't. I mean, they seem to be trying to push a lot of this stuff into businesses now, and maybe. I mean, I would think that it would have a lot more business applications. I guess, but do you need 4K HDR for for a presentation? For a presentation? Well, I am. Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I just it seems strange. And are is this going to have both a USB-C port and a lightning port on it? Or is the USB-C port just replace the lightning port? Well, so you've got the USB-C port, you plug in the the USB-C to lightning dongle, oh, then you God. plug the uh, <laughs> well, lightning to headphone adapter. <laughs> it just works, Ouroboros. Well, and then the yeah. problem there is, like, if you change it, A... How many people are going to try to plug a lightning connector into their iPad thinking it's the same thing? Because the shapes are pretty close. Uh, And B, if you have two ports, they look virtually identical. So you're (laughs) going to like, it's like reintroducing the which way does my USB plug have to go in (laughs) problem. Yeah, well, you put them one on the far left, one on the far right or something. I don't know. And you have to remember which one's which. I don't know. It seems totally bonkers okay, to me a, i'll sell you a sticker which has got an arrow on it that says usbc <laughs> then again i think they'll this ship is the a company case, that they'll ship a case that has arrows on it yeah this is the company that still wants you to plug in your magic mouse in the least useful way <laughs> yeah, possible really. to charge it so you know what <laughs> apple crazy. ain't that smart guys <laughs> i would imagine <gasps> how if they're dare you do sir this, they'll get rid of the lightning pool and they'll just they will yeah i would think I, I would think they get rid of the i think port, that's but. probably the most likely answer but it also it seems interesting because, you know, obviously it's got a vested interest in maintaining the lightning port. Not only is it on a, a whole bunch of its products, but it is also, they get to charge people money, right? Charge people, yeah. Well, so yeah, maybe they're going to come up with a, a new Magic Mouse 3 that's got a USB-C underneath it. You well, it. then it's a question of how long until your <laughs> iPhone has USB-C on it. <laughs> if, they ship, if they ship a revamped <laughs> Magic Mouse that still has the plug on the bottom of it. <laughs> I'm going to lose it. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I 
I haven't, because I've still got this old laptop, I haven't really moved to the USB-C ecosystem. The only thing I did was I bought four USB-C to old USB adapters, which are plugged into the back of my iMac Pro. So I have, you know, eight decent USB ports. Um, I haven't used any. I have a USB-C ports on my iMac, and I don't think I've ever plugged anything into them, except when I migrated from my old iMac, I used the Thunderbolt basically yes, I did the, the Thunderbolt thing. adapter. Uh, but in a, in a in a corollary here, there's also a report this morning that the uh, an Apple Pencil 2 may be coming, but it would use a pairing, instead of using the lightning port to pair, it would use something more like the AirPods, hmm. which would be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, another removal of essentially the lightning port. How would it charge though? wirelessly maybe i don't know on the air power <laughs> clearly on the air power. yes you put it on the air power um, it takes it takes c batteries it's <laughs> <laughs> just this big honking thing on the end of it oh god yeah i don't know i don't know this is i mean i would have thought if there was going to be a switch to USB-C, you would do all your devices in one year. Oh, no, because come the phones, on. No, but the phones didn't do it. This, I know, I know, uh, but my point is I don't think that they're... I, I, I actually disagree with that. I don't think they would do them all in one swoop. <laughs> like, I understand the appeal of, like, peeling the Band-Aid off, but I, I don't think that they are... I, I think that that is a hard thing to organize. Hmm. So, I mean, and then there's tons of stuff that have come out before where they've changed stuff slowly or, like, gradually over the product line. And maybe that's, like, the, the preparatory moment of, like, well, we changed the iPad. Everybody knows what's coming next. So, you know, stop investing in your Lightning peripherals now. Yeah, I did, like, uh, just I came to mind because uh, I was thinking about iPads and the iPads aren't likely to have a notch. But it was the notch on the Pixel 3 seemed to be twice as uh, big as the one on the on the iPhones, and I was mm. like, "Why?" Well, one of them has a notch, and one of them I heard doesn't. You, have a I notch. heard you like notches. Yes, <laughs> I thought the so there's two sides Check of the Pixel notch. Three. I thought the uh, one of them doesn't have one of them doesn't have a notch. I don't think. I'm trying to find uh, the actual th- pictures. Uh, yeah, but the um, don't, nobody's got good pictures of these things. Um. Yeah, okay, so the, the the smaller one that's more like I think the ten size has a still has a bar at the top. Like it's you know, the whole top. Yeah. And then the bigger one, I think, has a notch and a chin. So, you know. There you go. So <laughs> when are we expecting new iPads? I mean, it like yeah, it, it sounds gonna, like it's right. gonna be next you know, very soon. Yeah, there's a certainly an argument for it. Well, if they're going to do it before the end of the year, they better do it soon. Yeah, well, I mean, they can they can call a you know call an all hands uh, event. Yeah, uh, and yeah. with a week's notice, there's yeah. some rumors. I mean, so first of all, twelve point one will probably come out towards the end of October. That seems to be the current thinking. Jeremy Burge did a bit like sort of his cataloging because the point one releases are where Apple has traditionally added all the new emoji recently. And so he went through and looked at like yeah. when those came out over the last couple of years. So he was guessing towards the end of October, um, which would make sense. So I would guess that there would probably be an event. If there is going to be another event, I would guess maybe the third week of October. Um, so. When you initially said 12.1, I was thinking, what, they're making the screen bigger? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, so iPads, uh, possibly 
some Mac revisions, I think, are still... People are still thinking they'll do the iMac and maybe even the Mac Mini. There's been yeah, like weird say, stuff keep, about the Mac keep Mini. Keep holding out for that Mac Mini update. And, there's, yeah, really. and there was that weird story all about like the MacBook Air maybe possibly living in, or the MacBook refresh like months ago, and right. nothing has come of that either. Yeah. I'll need to do another Photoshop for you with um, you know Lucy pulling away the MacBook from Charlie Brown <laughs> at the last minute. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. It's It's one of those things where it's like, yes, you can't put too much stock in rumors. But at the same time, there was a lot of like noise around something happening with the like consumer level laptop yeah. line. We'll see. Um, I guess. I guess. I don't know. It's puzzling. One thing they will not demonstrate at that um, that event is um, Minecraft on the Apple TV. <laughs> yes. Are you sad? <laughs> because John? that has been that has been discontinued. I mean, we had it, but you know that was never a platform that we. It's never been a platform that we've actually played much on. Um, th- th- we had the there was like a there was Chillaxian, which uh, was a fun Galaxian uh, homage, but um, and we played that a lot, but really there's hardly been anything that we've played at all on the apple tv i mean i use it i use it a fair amount to watch stuff but sure it's great as a set-top box it's not a good game i mean and i guess it's the fact that it doesn't ship with a control controller that you'd actually want to play games with if they had shipped that um oh this uh what's it called the steel series uh Mm -hmm. one that that's really nice um, and if they chipped that with it, they might have had a chance. I'm but a lot of people skeptical that even that well, would have made a big difference. It would have made some difference because initially you had to support the the stupid remote for your games, like, right. uh, and they removed that restriction not too long after. But right. I th- and there was also there was a, a massive cap on the size of apps. I'm 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 skeptical uh, yeah. about either of those That's things right. making a huge difference in the long run just because the point of I think the the so Apple has always had a hard time with gaming, right? Like the Mac was always disadvantaged well, except, except on iOS. Except on iOS. And the reason for that, I would argue, is not that like the tools are good and they are very capable devices, but I think mobility is a huge part of that. They were the de facto platform that you were going to take yeah. everywhere, so people designed games for it. In the living room, there are plenty of other alternatives right you could be a console gamer if you're at home you could be a pc gamer right like i don't think that there's anything compelling enough to go to and and you're competing not only with all the established living room stuff but you're competing with people sitting there and playing games on their iphones and (laughs) most of those experiences don't translate well to the apple tv because they're built for touch experiences so i think the the i i think ios's success in gaming is a a fluke for apple as far as their overall platforms go i still don't think they really get the appeal of the gaming market (laughs) and they like they got they got it right once and i don't think they even quite understand why (laughs) so did you see the coverage this week of the google project stream and yeah uh, i was gonna mention that xcloud the microsoft xcloud stuff which are both kind of I'm not sure about these things, but the, I mean, there's been a rumor for ages that Microsoft was working on two consoles for the next generation, one of which was going to be a streaming box with local processing to help combat the lag, which is kind of a big problem with these streaming things. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder, you know, maybe the Apple TV will get a client for both of those. Sure. I um, mean, uh, that's more compelling, especially if you compare, you know, a game controller there. And and I, I'm excited about the xCloud thing. 
um, because, I mean, I use an Xbox. And the idea that I could then sort of take my games with me, yeah, it's not as convenient as a Switch, which you can just sort of pick up and take with you. But the idea that, like, if I wanted to, like, check in on one of my games on my iPad while I was on vacation, I could at least, like, play a little bit or something like that, that that has appeal to it. And I think it's a... The fact that Microsoft leveraged their own advantages to do it rather than try... They were never going to be able to make an Xbox that was a portable, right? Like, they were not going to be able to make an Xbox that worked like a Switch. Just the the hardware isn't there for that. But, you know, they're like, well, we have all this experience in cloud infrastructure, essentially, and they're building this on top of Azure. Uh, and we're basically just going to make a whole shit ton of blade servers that are essentially Xboxes and stream games to people. I'm like, that is simultaneously stupid as hell and also genius. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm assuming like they are looking at the console to come after the Xbox really for this stuff. Um, I mean, I don't know how much you can do with local processing to combat lag, uh, but that was something they were certainly makes your console way cheaper that's for sure Well, yeah i mean that i think the idea was they were going to have one you know local console maybe it's just a big blade server that sits in your living room um and then there was going to be this like half streaming half not streaming box uh yeah and i there's a lot of advantage in that too i think in game streaming now so, so james you have a playstation and playstation already has some a sort of a game streaming thing yeah, but what they did with that in the last couple of weeks is they said, oh, actually, we're going to let you download the games. Mm. So, you know, I I, I mean, I, I think I've got a reasonably good internet connection, and I'd, I'm tempted to give these things a try. There, well, there was also, um, there's a couple of releases have come out in Japan for the Switch where they're, I think it was like the uh, new Assassin's Creed game is one of them where it is this kind of streaming idea that, you know, you don't actually get the game, you buy the game and then it just all streams to the switch. Right. Um, well, the project stream, I saw, I was reading a little bit about that this morning too. And that, so that's to a browser. So, and they, according to the story I read, it doesn't really work on mobile devices at present. It's mainly if you're on a PC or a Mac and want to play a game. But from what I heard, the games run incredibly well, at least in Chrome, which is obviously where they're targeting it. Um, and it, they spent, you know, there are a bunch of benefits to it in terms of faster boot up times, maybe less loading in particular. Like, because if you're, you can throw a lot more hardware at it if you don't have to build it in a small box it's in someone's living room. Yeah. And, and you don't have to download updates all the time, right? Yeah. In theory. Yeah. I mean, if they, I didn't see the whole of the google thing but there was they were supposed to be announcing new chromecasts as well and if those things could do them but yeah it might have happened i mean along those lines the idea that essentially you're just i mean on live did this several years ago and of course they eventually went out of business i think sony bought up all their ip um but you know this latency is obviously an issue but you can get around that potentially to a certain degree um and if you're just streaming essentially video and then taking back commands, you might be able to do that really efficiently. I don't know. I mean, that's... I think it depends on the games. And I think, sure. you know, if you're yeah. playing some kind of fighting game where it's like micro you know, millisecond reaction or times yeah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the interesting, I mean, and obviously there's a huge advantage here for both the game developers and the console makers because they can essentially just move you, essentially move you to subscription revenue which they're already kind of doing. Like I, I signed up for a trial of the Xbox Game Pass, which is essentially their 
like streaming library of games. Um, but the you know recurring everyone loves recurring revenue, and Netflix has definitely opened the door to everybody wanting to just like have you pay a fee and give you access to a bunch of stuff. Well, Netflix are talking about games as well. There was sure. a thing that I came out of the the Telltale shutdown. Oh, uh, you know Telltale Games. One well, of the things yeah. they were working yeah. on was Minecraft for Netflix, like their Minecraft story adventure thing, but running on Netflix platform. Right, and Netflix said they're going to do like a choose your own adventure style interactive episodes of some stuff including i think an episode of black mirror yeah i think it was black mirror oh Um, yeah right right so So. they're clearly looking to get into that kind of business as well um yeah i don't there's a lot there yeah i mean i mean i like having my consoles uh like having the stuff locally um partially because i i I still don't buy the games digitally either i mean again this is coming back to being an old man or something but i like the (laughs) physical a thing that i can yeah like but so but so many of them come with like some sort of online content that you extra oh, yeah. content and, that you have to download because hank just got we got um destiny 2 yesterday and oh. bought the physical disc and came home and then it had to spend like another hour downloading all the yep. extra content yep yeah and, and there's games like uh no man's sky which are completely different games right. two years than later after what was on the disc yep yeah, that's just like this podcast, by the way. If you go back and listen to the earliest episodes now, they're totally different. Like, different characters, uh, much better dialogue. <laughs> there was this other guy. Who was the other guy? Nope, we don't even acknowledge he exists anymore. We basically huh. recast him. Yeah, well... <laughs> He's been edited out. <laughs> so, good news, everybody. We finally fixed it in post. <laughs> <laughs> welcome new lex i'm gonna consider that our exit but yeah i'm also gonna do a quick i I forgot oh exit (laughs) you might have to put that in there that's the end (laughs)